You're listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to communities of southeastern Wisconsin, where Community State Bank gives you advice on your financial needs and links you to the people and events happening near you. Hi, everybody, and thanks for listening to our podcast today. I'm Scott Hudipol with Community State Bank, and today I'm thrilled to have Mark and Heather Lojeski with us with uh, Faith, Hope, and Love. Welcome to uh, welcome to our podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's great to have you. Um, before we kind of get into what the organization is, that you because you guys are the founders of this, correct? Correct. Yes. All right. Um, can you first tell me a little bit about um, what you saw as the problem, what you saw as the need, um, and why you felt moved to uh, to get involved and do something about it? Um, for a while we had been working with foster children as foster parents okay. um, and also we worked with Royal Family Kids Camp which is a camp for abused and neglected children in Racine County and uh, we had seen children arrive to our home with either a trash bag holding their belongings or nothing at all and as we did research we soon found out that across the United States that's the norm is that they're given a trash bag to hold their personal belongings and we felt what message are we sending children if we're giving them a, pers- a black trash bag for their personal belongings. Um, and we just thought that there had to be something better, a different way to do this. Mm-hmm. So we started Duffels for Kids. That is a uh, emergency duffel bag. It's filled with personal care and comfort items for children that are displaced from their home due to either abuse, neglect, or a tragedy. All right. The, the real world example then is basically you guys lived it. You had uh, you had kids. You were foster parents. Correct. Are you still foster parents? No. Okay. Okay. So I see I see in your bio here that you have ten kids. We do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are any of those adopted from foster care? No, they're all our biological children. They're all your okay. Children. All right. Fantastic. What moved you to t- to be become foster parents? I think there was just we saw a need, you know, to take care of kids, and we both love children. At that time, I think we only had about six of our own or eight or something like that. Uh-huh. But, you know, not as many as we ended up having later on. And we just felt strongly that there was a need for someone to step out there and, you know, help. Because a lot of times, you know, it's easy to talk about, but, you know, not as easy to do. And I really give a lot of credit to people who are foster parents because, you know, it takes a lot of work. And sometimes you probably don't get treated the way that you want to be treated. But, you know, they do a great job, and I'll tell you, it's like it was it was just uh, amazing being foster parents, even though it was a short time. It was uh, just something that we enjoyed doing and kind of led to what we started later on with Faith, Hope, and Love. Okay, fantastic. The kids themselves in the foster care, and I'm going into the foster care first so people can really understand what this is all about, but what what can you describe what foster care really means? I mean, because a lot of people, I think, think of foster care as a long-term situation are there different levels of foster care I mean is there is there I mean like what you're kind of describing as they came to you in the in, at night with a black you know garbage bag um, try to can you explain to us a little bit about what the different levels of foster care are sure um, so there's there are different levels uh, there's respite care which is more of a um, you may have a child for 24 hours you may have them for 30 days uh, that's more for one for giving other foster parents a break so that they can tend to their own family needs and also for if they're 
if uh, foster care is in the process of locating family members to help take care of um, a child that's entered foster care, they can go into respite care. Um, there's also um, short term, so then again, it's most likely 30 days or less. And then there's the longer term care where it's indefinite and they don't have a, you know, they're hoping for a short range, but they don't have a definite time frame. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give foster parents or, or people that are thinking about stepping in to help on something like this? There's a lot of people who are foster parents who know far better than us. Uh -huh. If it were somebody just thinking about it, I would say be sure that that's something that you want to do. You know, don't, it's like if you have a bunch of friends and they're doing it, don't do something because your friends are doing it. Do it because you're led to do it. That that's something that is just in you and you you know you just know mm -hmm. that you're led to you know to do that sure, sure there's a lot of kids out there that are hurting aren't there mm -hmm. i think i would say too um consider starting with respite care okay short term it's, yeah it's short term it's not as not as complex and there's a little bit more um flexibility uh -huh. um, so it gives you a chance to kind of get your feet wet and get an understanding a better understanding of how foster care works mm -hmm. before you kind of jump in the deep end <laughs> makes sense yeah there there are classes like i th i believe they still have classes and we yeah, did it required. Okay. yeah it's a requirement and it really is interesting when you go to these classes you do learn a lot and you know being parents and when we went we still we had on like i said i don't know we might have been six kids at the time but we learned a lot we learned stuff that we learned to use in our own parenting also not just for foster kids sure sure great so faith, hope, and love was established. Yes. Talk about faith, hope, and love, and, and when, when you founded that and, and what you do. Faith, hope, and love began in 2013. Um, we started with the Duffels for Kids program, but it has grown into uh, five different programs now. So we run uh, Duffels for Kids is our biggest one. Last year we did um, over 2,000 Duffels for Kids bags between Racine and Kenosha County. Really? And then uh, another program that we have is our Blast Pack, and that's a backpack that we deliver to the Racine and Kenosha County jails. Uh, that is for children who visit parents that are incarcerated. Uh, we had heard through a case study that was done in Racine County of 40 children who had parents that were incarcerated. Uh, the two biggest needs that they have when they go to visit their parents is something to keep them entertained and occupied during that 45 minutes to hour that they wait for that visitation. And they needed a way to get a positive relationship established between the children and law enforcement. And so uh, Mark came up with the idea of creating a backpack filled with all kinds of items to keep the children occupied. But then the really great thing is during that 45 minutes to hour that they wait, the officers are now interacting one-on-one -on -one with the kids with those items, and they're creating a positive relationship with them. Fantastic. And then uh, you said you had five programs? There's five. So um, the next one is uh, New Beginnings Bag. It's a it's a larger duffel bag. It has uh, clothing. It has um, snack items and food gift cards and um, journal and personal hygiene items to uh, provide for a child that's recovered from human trafficking. Um, unfortunately, human trafficking has grown uh, drastically in the United States and is um, an issue in Racine County. And so we started working with fighting to end exploitation. And so we work with them to provide these bags to law enforcement so that when they recover a child from human trafficking, they have all the necessities for the first 48 hours after they're recovered. And then last year we started 
a Santa's workshop to provide Christmas presents to children in foster care in Racine County, and we provided over 500 Christmas presents. We worked with the Racine County Detention Center, the group homes, and then the children that were in kinship care and foster care. So that means they're with family, with family um, or relatives, uh, and those gifts were handed out um, across Racine County, and then we're in the process of starting a birthday closet that would provide a birthday present for each child in foster care the month of their birthday and then they'd also receive a birthday bag with all the items needed to do an at-home birthday party uh, so that our hope is to support the foster parents as well as the foster child because one of the um, things that they're seeing in foster care is if they had um, more services to support the foster parents they could retain those foster parents more um, which would help to alleviate the crisis that they're seeing in need of foster parents. Well, starting at the, the duffel bags, if we can mm -hmm. go back there, 2000 mm -hmm. last year yes. in Racine in Kenosha County. Correct. That's a startling number to me. Yes. That's, how do you how do you distribute those? I mean, how, how do you get those to the right people? Go ahead. Um, we deliver those bags to all of Racine County law enforcement. We work with almost all of Kenosha County law enforcement now. They are in the homeless shelters, the domestic abuse shelters, uh, the foster care um, departments, and then they also are in Racine Unified School District. And we hope to be moving into Kenosha, uh, Kenosha Unified School District as well. Okay. Um, why, why did you decide on the other additional things? Because I think, you know, you started with the duffel bags and you went, now you have five. Um, what, what moved you to do more? And do you have future plans for anything else? I think it's always our main mission is to support children in crisis and there are so many different ways that children are impacted by crisis um, tragedies uh, throughout our community and so as we see those different crisis crises that are happening um, we want to find solutions to them to provide that support how can we make things better because children truly are our future they're going to be our leaders they're going to be the ones that are in our community and make our community strong and they're only as strong as we can help raise them to be. Mm -hmm. how, how did you really, I mean, start it? So you obviously identified the duffel bag need. Did you just start raising money and determine what needs to be put in there and, and move forward? We based it on a group, I believe it's in Florida, and they were doing something similar. So Heather researched that and saw what they were doing and uh, said, hey, you know, maybe we should do this. We deviated from what they do a little bit, but it's, it's uh, pretty much the same thing in the duffel bags. And then we've moved on to the blast packs and the uh, birthday closet, the Christmas house, and uh, what's this? Uh, human trafficking bags mm -hmm. also. So it's, it's just one of those things. We just keep finding more things to get ourselves into. And in fact, the uh, birthday closet and the uh, Santa's workshop were in our 15-year plan which we, I think be about three weeks before we started with a business coach, we had told her this was our 15-year plan. Well, we got that done already in 2016 for Santa's workshop and the birthday closet, hopefully sometime this year, but maybe next year. What are your biggest challenges? I mean, I'm, I'm sure funding is a constant challenge, but outside of funding, um, what's, what's, your next, what's, what's your next biggest challenge or challenges? I think one of the biggest challenges that we've just recently kind of gotten through is we were struggling to have enough space to operate. Okay. Um, so we just recently moved. So now it's a matter of getting everything unpacked and reorganized so that we can be up and running. Mm -hmm. um, 
and that I think once we get up and running it'll be getting those volunteer groups to come in to help us pack those duffels for kids bags um, help us pack the blast packs and different items like that another thing is always um, finding the merchandise that we need either through donations or through funding mm -hmm. that's probably the biggest challenge right there is just getting those items that are needed what can people do what can people do to help well I mean the easiest thing is to like our Facebook page okay <laughs> cost nothing uh -huh. like our Facebook page I would say you know we have you can donate to us that's um, on our that's on our page correct it's on the Facebook page oh, on our Facebook and page on our website, and our website okay. also. website is www.fhlforkids.org, so fhlforkids.org. Okay. Um, right on there, there's a donate button. Um, there's also a video they can watch that gives a testimonial from law enforcement, homeless shelters that we've worked with, saying exactly like where that money's going and how it's impacting your county. Yeah, I think too. One of the things that uh, is um, really in the forefront right now, not just for us, but everybody is in Racine County, there is a foster care crisis going on with uh, the increased use of heroin and meth and stuff like that. There are more and more kids that are being um, turned over to foster care because their parents are unable to take care of them. This is also nationwide. I believe it's a 12% increase in the amount of foster kids nationwide since 2012. And at that point it had been going down since 2004 so now we're going back up again and a lot of it is just because of drug use so knowledge is a great thing the more people know about what's going on about foster care about what's needed you know that way they can say hey you know what what can we do for you guys instead of us saying hey this is what we need whatever it might be people are already going to know they're going to say hey you know I know about this how can I help you guys I see what you do so you know, I'm kind of stumbling over a little sure. bit what I'm saying. Sure. But there, there's a great need, not just for us, but for everybody. Yeah. The, the I always like the real life story so that, you know, you talk about the drug use and the heroin. And so, you know, a, a typical example might be um, a, a drug arrest on, on a parent or parents and the kids have to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that's when they end up in foster care. Correct. All right. That's um, for, for uh person that grew up in the cornfields of Iowa, the, two th the the numbers are really startling to me. I mean, it's uh, it, it's sad to think that there's that many kids out there that really need help and that uh, hopefully there's the foster care people and and there's a special place in heaven for, for those people too, in my opinion, that, mm -hmm. um, uh, that, that open up their homes to take in kids as you guys did to uh, uh, to hopefully make a difference in their in their lives and and I'm sure many cases that makes a real positive difference when they're coming from a real negative situation so it's uh, hats off to you guys and half hats off to everybody else out there that that does this your your organization faith hope and love um, I think it's fantastic how you recognized uh, the need um, that that you were moved to uh, to not only recognize it but to do something about it uh, I can about imagine the differences kids feel you know when they come into a home at night uh, with actually something that is decent versus something that's not and um, the, the human trafficking thing is also something that's just mind-boggling to me that that's happening right here in our in our own backyard and many people don't don't know about that 
So going back to my question as far as how people can be involved, um, you can like your Facebook page, uh, you can you can make a donation through the your, your either your Facebook or your web page, which I saw right. there. Uh, how about anything else that people can do other than become foster parents? Right. Is there anything else that with uh, Faith, Hope, and Love that they can do to help you out? There's a couple other ways they can help. Um, one is if they go on our website, there's a Contact Us form. If they're interested in volunteering at all, whether it's to help us pack duffel bags, um, to be a part of a fundraising event, um, to help us with sorting, um, we get donated items all the time and they have to be sorted and shelved properly. Um, they can fill out that contact us form and let us know that they're interested in volunteering. Um, another way is we have groups that will do collection drives for items that are on our wish list. Um, we're always looking for specific items so if they contact us, we can tell them what we're most in need of at the time and they can do a collection drive at their church and their youth group. Uh, we've had all different agencies, communities, businesses that work with us to do that, and that's always helpful. Yeah. A couple more things. Um, we have two big fundraisers each year. Okay. One is our wine tasting event, which we just had. The other would be our uh, Autumn Silhouettes, okay. and that's our fundraiser in November. So, you know, if you watch our webpage and come to that, buy the ticket, come to that, because that really helps us out. Well, any, any last parting thoughts or, or comments that you'd like to make about what you do or about Faith, Hope, and Love? No, I'm just really grateful that you offered to have us in and allowed us to be a part of your podcast. You bet. And Mark and Heather, we're really grateful for what you guys do because it's uh, uh, to be able to bring information like this and to get it out. The more information we can get out to people about the needs that we have in our communities, the better off it is. And uh, uh, like I said, the numbers sometimes are startling and and it really really makes you think about your own kids and the kids out there that are that are really challenged right now with a lot of uh, a lot of things going on in their lives that they didn't necessarily uh, deserve and uh, thanks so much for what you guys do well, thank, thank you. you thank you for listening to csv broadcast for more information on community state bank visit us at communitystatebank.net